Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm Jeannie Rice, your co-host. Michael and I will share with you the wisdom of the ancient Aramaic internal process of forgiveness. We offer tools and support five days a week. We will support you in building a solid foundation within yourself to live in pure love in Aramaic Rachma. Michael is the author of Why Is This Happening to Me Again? For more information on Michael or myself or forgiveness, please visit www.whyagain.org. And now, your co-hosts, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. Hi, and welcome to Memorial Day. This is Monday, May the 30th, 2016. It's also our Miracle Monday where we talk about the Course in Miracles lessons. Michael's going to combine all of that wonderfully here in a few minutes. First, our call-in number is 646-200-4169. Press 1. That puts you in queue to talk to us. We would love to hear your comments and your questions because that makes this your show. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, dear heart, and uh, welcome, everyone, to... Our opportunity, once again, to engage in, to look at the first century Aramaic tool of forgiveness and how to bring about the remembrance of who we are. And we have Memorial Day. And we have in what place, some places in the world is called Remembrance Day, November the 11th where those who have died in service and war are remembered and honored for what they've given. And then Memorial Day, which is historically the day to remember all those who have engaged in some form of military engagement. And we offer our thanks and our prayerful support for those who have been engaged so to be honored and uh, and healed to bring healing to to bring the presence of love to those who have so been engaged and we also bring forward the remembrance of the awakening to the truth of who we are as human beings. So we've got a, uh, a song being Miracle Monday. We've got a song from Omen and Shanti entitled, Let Me Remember. And as you listen to it, I invite you to, uh, to do a dual remembering. All of those who have been forced into that insanity called war, that we remember them, appreciate them, and offer a loving presence to each of them, and then the remembering of who we actually are. The world is experts at getting us to forget who we are as human beings, and so let us remember. Jeannie?
powerful thoughts, powerful thoughts. And, uh, you know, one of the favorite quotes that I love to use is one that comes from Vladimir Lenin. And uh, Lenin said that the way you destroy a culture is to change the meaning of its words. And as, as many people in this culture would listen to that song, they'd have instantly rejected it and thrown it out because it uses a word that they've been taught is meaningless. Meaningless in context of the truth of, of what the word means. And that is the word God We've been taught about some kind of a theological monstrosity off in the sky, ready and willing to punish. And, well, we don't even have to go into all of that. When the truth is, the ancient scriptures tell us the truth, that the creator is love. That's all. And if you hold a newborn child, you know the truth of human life because you've experienced the presence of love. In the moments where we do behaviors that are life-destroying, it is always, I mean, I've never asked the question of anyone, gee, have you ever, you know, found yourself destroying a relationship or doing something that's damaged your business? Or, and, and, and when people say, yeah, yeah, I've done this, well, were you in a state of love at that point? I've never had anybody say yes to that question. Abandoning the truth of who we are leaves us insane. And yet the solution, the presence of love, has been made insane in our culture. It's like such a, an, an interesting turnaround. So when we use that word, that little three-letter word, forget all the insanities you've been taught by men wanting to terrorize you and put you into fear to make you be good and go back to the truth. Remember, remember holding the newborn. The truth of the newborn is the newborn is love. The truth of you is that you are love. If you abandon that, then you found yourself in a world that is insane. So that idea of today being about remembering Remember the truth of who you are. And why does the world beat on us so deeply with that false definition of the creator? I think that it beats on us that way so that we will forget. Because when we forget the source of our sustenance, then it's easy to sell us all kinds of other devices, substances, and methods whereby to carry on our lives. So I'd like to look at Lesson 50 in the workbook of A Course in Miracles. It's called, I Am Sustained by Love. The words of the actual title are, I Am Sustained by the Love of God, but that's kind of an oxymoron. The thing that sustains and keeps us together energetically. I love the line in that song that says, there is but one life. We listen to Einstein. Einstein says, if you think you're separate or separated from the rest of humanity, you're living in an optical delusion. Our eyes do not tell us the truth. Our eyes and our world have convinced us that we look out on a world where everything and everyone is something separate. And yet that is a trick of the pictures we paint on the inside of our eyeballs that tell us a lie. And that particular song invites us to take time each day to be still so that we can come back to remembering and in this case, use the word remember as in members to reconnect with the truth of who we are. At the moment when you're ready to yell at your child, to frown at your spouse, to say a crossword to a parent, that's the time to take a breath, to stop and remember. 
the thing that keeps your life cohesive and together is the presence of love. The world wants to sell you on all kinds of other things as a substitute. So this lesson 50, I am sustained by love. Here is the answer to every problem that will confront you today, tomorrow, and throughout time. In this world, you believe you are sustained by everything but love. Your faith is placed in the most trivial and insane symbols, pills, money, protective clothing, influence, prestige, being liked, knowing the right people, and an endless list of forms of nothingness that you endow with magical powers. And when the Course talks about magical powers and magic, it's talking about the belief that something that has no power has power over you. And because of belief, it appears those things have power over to us. They have none, but belief gives us the experience that they do. And so the solution always, always, always lies in the action of forgiveness. Whenever we're counting on something for our substance that's based in hostility or fear, that's the time to engage in the process of forgiveness. And the process of forgiveness, not being the act of letting somebody or something off of the hook for what we're experiencing, but literally the act of reaching inside of ourselves and removing that energetic dynamic that is based in hostility or fear that has us believe that we are in fear and therefore we need to be protected by something. And of course, the person who lives in the world of insanity says, but look at all the attacks out there. Of course you need protection. And you're right. But let's look at why you're right, why you need all that protection. You know, probably the greatest atrocity done to us as human beings down through the ages and that we've bought into is that we've been convinced that we're not creators, that we don't create the results that happen in our lives, that they just happen haphazardly and are caused by forces outside of us. Once you're restored to the truth of who you are, then you realize you've got far more power than you, you thought you had. And you have the power to draw to you any form of attack that you fear. It was a great lesson that Job gave us several thousand years ago. That which I feared most has come upon me. When I hold fear of something, I energetically empower it, and I set up a world where I will tend to draw that to me. It's called creatorship. And then if I endow something with the ability to protect me, then I will appear to be protected, not because that thing protects me, but because my belief says, ah, well, as long as I have this, then I will be protected. And on and on and on goes the list, and our creative abilities get drained away in insanity and in supporting things that are insane. We're looking to support people in being restored to sanity. So all of these things, you know, it spoke of influence, prestige, being like money, pills, all of these symbols are replacement for the presence of love. All these things are cherished to ensure a body identification. They are songs of praise to the ego. Do not put your faith in the worthless. It will not sustain you. Now, when you look at this idea of a body, it's, it gets um, interesting when you start looking from the perspective of the Course and the perspective of truth. If you were to be able to see something outside of you through your eyes, which you can't, you know, the eyes are a one-way valve. They let information in. They do not allow 
outward viewing. The information that comes in resonates certain things inside of a person, and inside, when that energy moves, whatever moves is turned into pictures that we paint on the inside of our eyeballs. That's why a dozen people can be at an event, and if you interviewed them all, you'd swear there were a dozen different events because each person is experiencing a world of their own making. Yes, there was an event. And the picture that each person painted came from not them looking at the event, but rather them looking at what was moving in themselves. Forgiveness collapses what moves in you that's based in hostility or fear and restores you to the ability to experience yourself as you are. So the world of bodies exists in one place and one place only. If, if I were standing in front of you and you could see, if you could see me for who I am, you'd see this whirring mass of electrons, protons, neutrons, and light. You would not see a body. The body you see would be made up of what my energy field as an individual happens to resonate in you. If I resonate terrible things in you, you'll say that terrible Michael Rice. And if I were to resonate wonderful things in you, you'd say that wonderful Michael Rice. And then tomorrow, if the shoe was on the other foot and the person for whom I was resonating the wonderful today, I happened to resonate terrible. If they weren't conscious to kill that terrible Michael Rice and vice versa. And so we go around thinking that the attributes we hold from the energy that move inside of us belongs to everyone else. And so there are people we need to be protected from, things we need to be protected from, and on and on and on goes the game. You do not have a body. You are not a body. No one else has a body. Again, if you were to be able to see what was there, it would be, for want of better terms, this whirring mass of electrons, protons, neutrons, and light. That's the truth of being. And that light is meant to maintain itself as light connected to the active presence of love. But when we buy into the world's brainwashing that, no, what you need is a big weapon to protect yourself, then all of a sudden holding that you need a weapon to protect yourself, you just created a world, literally a picture world inside yourself of someone upon whom to use that weapon. And on and on and on it goes. And, you know, I think it was Peter, Paul, and Mary back a few decades ago that sang a very, very powerful song, actually quoted in a Facebook post today. When will they ever learn? You know, this game of war goes on and on and on and on. And each generation believes it's about how they have to protect themselves from them. And off it goes. And Jeannie, I've been watching a, uh, a series of DVDs we got from National Geographic and most of them were about, you know, historic figures, people like Catherine the Great, responsible for the death of who knows how many. But one in particular that we watched was on the life of Napoleon Bonaparte. A piece of information I didn't know about Napoleon was that at one point he befriended the Tsar of Russia. And then the Tsar of Russia at least in his mind, betrayed him. The bottom line was the Tsar didn't have enough to run his household and his country, so he traded with the British, which he had agreed with Bonaparte he wouldn't do. So Bonaparte, Bonaparte became angry. And he decided that in order for France to survive, he had to get the Tsar. And, and when I think about this, I think about what suffering and pain and trauma these people went through. Men, because of their belief in Bonaparte, 500,000 men marched out of France toward Russia. 
when that so-called campaign was over, 25,000 men returned to France. Over one man's having been insulted by another, 475,000 people died. I'd like to remember each of those. And for each of those, send a thought of love and a thought of remembering who we are. That we should come to the point of remembering that we are the presence of love and that when we buy into the will of other men who for their own insanity insist that we must take up arms. It's time for people to say no. It's time for people to stop the insanity. And to express the truth of who we are as the presence of love. To function out of not a body that has been programmed with a set of beliefs that can allow it to do all sorts of insane things, but rather to identify as who we are, to function as who we are, as the presence of love. And as we function out of identification with who we are, everything begins to change. So this particular lesson in the course goes on and says only, and I'm going to shift the words just slightly because of the prejudices of the world in certain words, only the presence of love will protect you in all circumstances. It will lift you out of every trial. It will raise you high above all perceived dangers of this world into a climate of perfect peace and safety. And and with all that we've been brainwashed with, imagine that, you know, these soldiers who are marching from France to Russia, if you were to stop them in mass and say, do you remember who you are? Would you bring the presence of love and lift your commander out of the insanity that he's in? They might have been able to bring about a shift. They might have been able to bring about a change. But here's what I know when I watch people, and I've watched people with physical, mental, and emotional infirmities of every kind you can imagine. And I'm talking right down to living in a wheelchair. Who, When they are reminded often enough to remove the root of their hostility and fear, however real and justified it seems, and when they can allow themselves to be restored to the presence of love, everything begins to shift and change. Everything based in hostility and fear begins to be transmuted. That is, it changes its form. And the whole idea of Course in Miracles, the whole idea of this body of work is to transform, to go beyond the form of the way everything appears to be in our minds into, in each circumstance, whatever it is, our frustration, our rage, our hatred, our fear, our grief, our drama, our trauma, to begin to be still a moment and remember And as literally one shifts out of the energy state they're in based in hostility or fear and brings forward the presence of love to the degree that they allow the hostility and fear in them to be directly exposed to the presence of love, that hostility and fear literally begins to dissolve. Their diseases begin to dissolve. Their relationship issues begin to dissolve. Literally, the infirmities in the cell that hold the hostility or fear and create disease conditions begin to dissolve. 
this active presence of love, which is the stuff we're made of, if we can remember, will dissolve a thousand generations of this rage and hate and fear and guilt. And perhaps, you know, if I think back to when I was a kid, oh, I got lots of teaching about how we should bless them, how we should hold them in love, but I was never taught that if I personally was in a state of some form of hostility or fear, that I could dissolve that state by tapping into the active presence of love. There were cases where it seems it accidentally happened and people called it miracles. But it seemed, at least no one in my world that I was aware of, and if I look around, it's pretty rare, although it's becoming fortunately more and more common, the understanding. But it seems that perhaps we're the first generation that's really, at least in a long time, in mass had the opportunity to remember the truth that the active presence of love is the solvent that will dissolve individual hostility, fear, rage, guilt, grief, trauma, and trauma. And attachment to those things inhibits that dissolution. At every moment, I can remember who I am. So the course in this lesson, again, we're on lesson 50, I'm sustained by love, says, put not your faith in illusions. They will fail you. What are illusions? It's interesting. The root of the word illusion is not, as we've been taught, something that doesn't exist. The root of the word illusion is measured. If we have had measured into us hostility or fear, and that hostility or fear moves in us, then we measure the realities we form, the pictures we form in our minds out of that hostility or fear. We literally create a picture world based in that, and that seems like the only possible reality. And yet, when the active presence of love comes into play, from within that individual. And it seems though as though the active presence of love has to come through a human form to be expressed in a way that dissolves those human insanities. Then the dissolution of those insanities becomes a gift that we receive. So put your faith, put your trust into the presence of love and recognize that that presence of love is eternal, changeless, and always there. This is the answer to whatever confronts you today. Through the presence of love within you, you can resolve all seeming difficulties without effort, and ensure confidence. It's amazing to watch people who are trapped in their stories of pain and trauma who, when you can be there just to support them, climbing out of that and climbing back to touching the experience of love, how those things can shift just so dramatically. I remember one young man who was at an intensive and had been through a lot of abuse as a child, like I'm talking about the kind of abuse that's beyond horrible and was run by the rage and pain of that abuse. And it didn't take too many rounds of, and he had some trust, which helps to open the space, but it didn't take too many rounds of a conversation. And and basically what happens is a conversation based in the truth, a conversation based in love brings or has the ability to bring the active presence of love to the places in us where hostility and fear-based realities are stored. And it didn't take too many conversations with this young man to get that. He could be in his rage and his trauma and his pain, and if he would stop and listen and be with the conversation about the presence of love and allow the presence of love to come to his awareness in the middle of his model, then all of a sudden he was freed from the pain of that abusive childhood. 
took, and you know, I still know this person, and their work is ongoing, layer by layer by layer of those energies coming up. But when you can put your faith and trust in, hmm, I could have a conversation based in this past trauma, or I could work toward bringing the active presence of love forward powerfully in myself and allow the root of this trauma to surface, and this trauma will begin to dissolve and disappear. So this lesson, of course, goes on to say, this is the answer to whatever confronts you today. That the presence of love in you will resolve all seeming difficulties without effort and ensure confidence. Tell yourself, it's an exercise here, tell yourself this often today. It is a declaration of release from the belief in idols. It is your acknowledgement of the truth about yourself. And so there's an exercise that goes with this lesson. And what it suggests is, for 10 minutes, twice a day, morning and evening, let the idea for day today sink deeply into your mind. The line in that song that says, let me be still and listen to the truth. Yes, the energy of past traumas, generations of hostility and fear wants to move in you and run your life. Can you allow yourself the space to simply be still? Repeat to yourself, I am sustained by the presence of active love. Allow any thoughts that surface in that surface in that practice to soften and let loose of you. And rather than allowing the thoughts that surface to take over your mind and falling back into your story, just breathe and go back to the thought, I am sustained by the presence of love. And allow that peace to flow over you. The course is here like a blanket of protection and surety. Let no idle or foolish thoughts enter to disturb your holy mind at that moment. The mind connected to wholeness is a mind in healing. Such is the resting place where you have been placed forever. I am sustained by the active presence of love. What an awesome thought. Ingenious, Dr. Tim, with us today? No, he's not. And, um, okay, we well, he's probably that, partying. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, but they've disappeared, so if you're still on there, pre- oh, they've pressed one, so we do have a caller. Cool. Well, let's say hello. Dr. Zim's probably got a family thing going on today with Memorial Day. Right. Area code 808, you're on the air. Ah, good morning. It's Roma from Maui. Well, that hey, was young very... lady, of course, here we are in the illusion of it's afternoon here, but uh, morning there shows yeah, the, uh, yeah. the illusions we buy into. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good to hear your voice. Thank you very much. It was so good. I, I I tuned in a little late because I was very busy doing a couple of worksheets. Um, here in Maui, the production of cane grass is going to stop at the end of the year, at the end of 2016. And, of course, it's I been going on for... I was reading about that. Yeah, it's been going on for generations. And um, right. there is a group of people who um, I worked with two years ago... We, I was carrying a petition two years ago. We're trying to stop Monsanto. Monsanto has made their home right. base in Maui. And um, yes. so we actually uh, got the signatures, got the proposition on the ballot, and it was passed last year, but it was stifled by the politicians in place. And so we're going to court in June. But this year now, because the cane is going to stop, the concern of course, is that they're going to end up building another Oahu out of it with corporations coming in to develop. And also, Monsanto is in the process right now of trying to purchase that property. 
Yes, I'm, so I'm we are, about there's that. another petition that is going around, and today and tomorrow are the last days. Um, and this is to back up the signatures that have already gone in because usually they throw almost half of them out because they can't read them or somebody's not registered to vote. So anyway, I was carrying that peti- this petition. I came out of of reclusive to hold the petition. I went out. I was at the temple yesterday. And the sensei delivered a really magnificent uh, question. Is what do you do to bring yourself? I forget exactly how he asked it, but the answer kept coming up in my mind. I do worksheets. I do worksheets. I do wake-up sheets. And and I have been um, learning how to use your current one, the wake-up sheet. There are several things on it that, I mean, you you know, you created it, that I'm not used to. And I had a few right. questions, um, like Great. item numbers. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, well, so a woman that is supposedly in charge of all the food for the uh, temple, I, I found out who she was in the interaction that happened, and I addressed her. I wanted to acknowledge her for the job that she was doing and ended up, talking about growing organic food and then all of a sudden she said you people and she took her hands and her palms were about a foot apart and she was facing me and directed this hatred at me that was so intense and um she said she was a third generation cane worker and she absolute there was so much hate and i looked at her and i said are you grieving and she looked inside, and she said, yes. Big loss. Um, huh? What, Big loss for her and her family. Absolutely, for three generations. So um, she walked away angry still, but, you know, she was honest about her grief, and we did sort of connect, but I was left devastated it's so much more painful when you experience hatred so, in a temple or a church than it is when you're out yeah. in the world. And I so, was going to go. So can I can I can I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. When you say I was devastated, for yeah. me oh. it implies that you were devastated by her hatred. Were yeah. you devastated well, I, by her hatred, or yeah. well, hold on for a second. Slow well, down. Slow I, your I, mind down. I, for I, a that's minute. how it appeared. Slow. Slow your mind down for a minute. Slow, slow, slow down. I don't, I don't need to answer it. So, so the question I ask is, were you devastated by her hatred and because it was at a temple, or were you devastated because your energy system still knows how to be devastated in the energy of devastation? Of course, of course. The second is the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, so then as you breathe and you let go of the story that it's about what happened at the temple or the fact that it was at a temple, it'll take you to the next level of effectiveness of that worksheet being able to bring the root of devastation that is in your mind forward to the presence of love for healing. Well, that's I, one of the reasons that's one of the reasons for canceling the goal. Because the goal in this case, it would probably be something like, well, gee, I would have loved to have, you know, had a loving conversation with me. And when I cancel my need for that, then it collapses my belief that I was in that intensity because I was in a a temple and it was more, whatever the story is, it collapses all of that and gives me the chance to drop into the next deeper layer of my capacity to be devastated and as love drops into that part of my mind that devastation dissolves right and and the after the set on the second worksheet i did that that did happen but uh yeah so um when it occurred uh and she walked away i was sitting there sobbing and some other woman came over and said are you okay and i explained to her the process of canceling the goal and how it is this the same thing as 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 clinging or or canceling a desire, and she got it immediately. This woman, and as she was getting it, of course, I felt really cleared. And um, oh God, <sighs> yeah, this is a perfect stage in my life right now. After having uh, been in such a purified um, 
uh, I, you know, living as a recluse has sort of given me an opportunity to live in a purified environment and really take responsibility for what my realities are. Um, so it's a perfect time for me to be reconnecting with doing the uh, the wake-up sheets, and I'm so grateful. Mm. Um, I didn't... Uh, I, I was busy uh, finishing the sheet until 20 minutes after the hour, so I, I missed. Uh, it's so nice to hear uh, you talk about the course. I missed the first 20 minutes. Did uh, someone call in, or were, were you just teaching that particular lesson, or what, what did I miss? No, on Mondays now. We started uh-huh. just a couple of weeks ago with Mondays yeah. being Miracle Mondays, where we start out with the Course in Miracles lesson, <laughs> and then great. move into questions. So, so if you, if you can go to. Uh, you can go yeah. to the website and download the the whole show in MP3, and you can catch the first part of it. But uh, oh, yeah, oh, that great. was the uh, that's, that's our Monday our Monday yeah. exercise now. Yeah. Well, I did. A so you worksheet. had a question about the worksheet about oh, the yeah, new yeah. wake up sheet. Okay, so item one. number seven. I mean, it's a um, principle of universe is that by giving, I first get the original. So, what exactly am I giving? Gratitude and love, or what? What am I giving there? Well, the idea of that sheet is the first first once you recognize that whatever you've been giving out you're going to receive that it's an energetic dynamic that as you sow the energy first goes into your field. Oh yeah, but I didn't find what, uh, an example of that with this. Yeah, you know, well, take, said, a uh, take a breath. Yeah. Take a okay. breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. You're going to have to still your mind a little bit. Okay. Allow yourself to be in that reclusive state so that once you can ask a question, because I notice your carbon-based memory wants to keep spitting in answers. Yeah, there's so a fountain of energy coming out of me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that's what carbon-based memory does. It always wants to fill the space. You know, we we talked about in the past the uh, Harvard research that says that in a time frame where 10,000 brain cells fire, nine bits of data get into awareness. Yeah. When you cancel the goal, that nine-bit picture collapses but carbon-based memory wants to rush right in and fill the space again. Rush in and fill the space. Rush in and fill the space. That's yeah, it's always why emotion, I particularly chose. Yeah. So take yeah. a breath. Yeah. So that's why I selected this particular lesson mm-hmm. of uh, to be still, still for a moment, to allow yourself to be in that stillness mm-hmm. and let that active presence of love penetrate on a deeper level. And the idea of that step seven, once you recognize that what you give is what you receive, is that you want to stop in the midst of your muddle and tap into gratitude. Right. Mm -hmm. And as you tap into gratitude in the presence of love, a different energy moves in you and begins on another level the dissolution of what never belonged in you in the first place. And then the Mm -hmm. idea is from being to tap into what would be something loving that I could do and or offer to this person who is the object of this worksheet. Mm -hmm. So earlier in the worksheet, I looked at a goal that I had for them, and I canceled it. Mm-hmm. That is, I had a goal for them to do a behavior, and I canceled it. And now I'm looking for a goal that creates an activity that I'm willing to do toward them. Right. So let's say and what in the I wrote is compassion your... for her reality, but that's what actually happened also. In yeah. my saying okay. to her, are you grieving? It was my compassion that asked mm-hmm. that question. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I witnessed, actually, the resetting of the goal. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, and nice. you might take it to another level and mm-hmm. seek her out and I make did. the space to really sit with her yeah. and help her to process this grief of the loss of her livelihood, of her heritage, and right. something that was, yeah. though it may have been damaging to many people, the way the water's used and all that stuff with the sugar cane, yeah. and the, the yeah. sugar, you know, spreading and around the, the world, creating yeah. decays, and, you know, the sprays are used, all of it. Yeah. Though that's going on for her, just having someone who, who hears and understands her pain yeah. and is willing to sit with her as the presence of love is yeah. an awesome gift to yeah. give. 
Yeah. I love the line in the Course that says, there is no place so holy upon the earth as a place where an ancient hatred becomes a present love. Right. <laughs> Go for it. Let yourself yeah, drop I into that. Home. My cat's been biting me. And the first few times she did stop, it, I stop, 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 stop. Carbon based memories jumping in again. <laughs> let it go. Let well, the let the conversation go. Stop. 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 By well, let me so just, just say, come, by way no, of telling stop, you, I no, I've used stop, that to give stop, something to the sensei. Stop. I'm going to give stop, the wake up sheet to the stop, sensei. <laughs> Stop. That's great, but stop for a minute. You were at a point. You were at a point where some deep energy was moving in you. It's still moving. Yeah. So, but notice that carbon-based memory wants to t- jump in and talk about the cat and the sensei. Carbon-based no, I just memory wanted to, to tell you straight. that I that I did yeah. a worksheet on the cat, and I'm going to use it as an example to teach the worksheet. Good. So carbon-based memory always wants to have its say. Oh, I see. And I'm going to invite you to notice uh-huh. the places where there's a deeper energy moving in you, which is what was happening when I asked you to stop, yeah. is where you want to, you can, you can acknowledge, oh boy, i got a story to tell, but at this moment, while this level of pain and compassion is moving, I want to just stop and be still. Yeah. And sometimes we don't want to be still. Because the depth of pain is so deep. <laughs> the pain is so deep that I don't want to receive. It's frightening. Go for it. So just breathe. Just breathe and be with that for a minute. Let yourself, you know, you've got a whole community of people all around the globe that are listening to this show right now and holding a space of love for you over there in Hawaii right now. Yeah. So just let yourself breathe and drop into as deep a level of that as you possibly can right now. And instead of going on with your stories, just let yourself be with that energy of support. Like really receive that space that we're holding for you. It's really terrifying it. to be in a position yeah. of receiving. So, yeah, so take a breath, and I'll offer <laughs> that. It isn't terrifying at all, but if there's terror in there, it can sure come up. <laughs> if you put the cause of the terror outside of you, you'll think it's out there, so breathe into it. <laughs> Drop into that terror as deep as you can possibly go right now. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. into the bottomless pit. It's not bottomless, bottomless, I promise you. It only looks bottomless because we never let ourselves go to the bottom. And let yourself go there. Get out. You be with yeah. it. 
with the supportive presence of love. Right. Instead of all the other things we do to try to avoid. Most of the behavior in the world, all of the abuses people do, the drugs, the alcohol, are all efforts to avoid going where it sounds like you're ready to go now mm-hmm. after all the years of work you've done. Yes. I love how Carl Jung said it. He says, there is no coming to consciousness without pain. People will do anything, no matter how absurd, in order to avoid facing their own soul. One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. And the idea of canceling the goal is not to start another conversation with carbon-based memory, but to let yourself drop into that stillness. You can go into the deepest, darkest caves and the deepest isolation. But if you don't let yourself drop into these parts of your mind, the cave is of no benefit. it's safe to go there and bring the presence of love with you. That's the very definition of healing. Breathe into it. Step seven, I'm letting myself be still with appreciation and gratitude Mm -hmm. and then looking for what's the goal I can set Mm -hmm. and then take action on that goal and bring Mm -hmm. it to fruition. And in in step five, when it refers to my denial, is that the lie that it's that the source is outside of me or is it the denial of my pain? Well, it's actually a little different definition than that we've clarified since you were involved in the work 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that is the specific definition that we use for denial is whenever I think or speak as though something outside of me is the cause of something inside of me. Yeah, okay. So when I say that really disturbed me, I'm in denial. Yeah. And what happens in denial is that the root of what I'm feeling is always inside of me, but when I go and that really disturbed me, I try to put the cause of what is inside outside of me. And I hope my magic thinking has me hope that something outside of me can change to fix what's happening inside of me. And you're using the so word a lot. I dissociate, I dissociate from the root of my pain through that denial and hide the very part of my mind that I most need to heal. And so when I end denial, when I'm in pain or trauma, I speak of myself and what's going on inside of me rather than what's happening in the world. I change my conversation. And by doing so, I get to look at deeper and deeper and deeper parts of my mind. Okay. Now, in question 5A... I'll tell you what, we're down to about 60 seconds, so 5A... Okay, let me just ask a question. In question 5A, I now choose to collapse my mind We don't have enough time. No, no, no. Is that the thing? Let's... Let's pick up the conversation. We've, we've, we're down to just seconds. It's going to cut us off, and I want to make sure to really hear your question and do it completely. So let's start it with the show tomorrow. In the meantime, I have to close it out because Block Talk is going to cut us off. Invite everybody to remember who you are, 
Remember to support those who've gone through the insanity of war and hold a space for their healing and create the best year yet of your eternal life. It's an awesome gift to give the world. Blessings. Thank you for listening to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice, and myself, Jeannie Rice, as we present the Internal Aramaic Process of Forgiveness. We are here every Monday through Friday from 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Earth Angels Radio. For more on Michael, myself, or Aramaic Forgiveness, please visit www.whyagain.org. That's www.why. A-G-A-I-N dot org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.